Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Mourn Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Seven minutes to eight. SEN SA Breakfast. Nick Maxwell not too far away. Our text line is 0427154166. We are looking for your grand final tip. Uh, including the margin that the winner's going to win by and your Norm Smith medal tip. Uh, if you are closest or get it spot on, you will get overnight accommodation for two people in a king or twin room at Hotel Grand Chancellor. Kicking goals with Grand Chancellor Adelaide's free extras. Thank you to the whole team there. They've been looking after us for a very long time. So we appreciate that, Bix. Before we head into the 8 o'clock news and chat with Nick Maxwell, let's talk about the grand final. We'll start off with Lockie Neal, who's involved again in another GF was fortunate enough to be a part of this week um, back in 2013. I took it for granted. I think you think you're going to get back there the next year or two years later and you think throughout your career you'll probably get four or five cracks at it. And um, as we now know, it's taken 10 years to get another opportunity um, for the last game um, in September. And, um, yeah, for me, I'm just trying to enjoy the whole week, embrace um, all the fanfare and everything that comes with it. Can't wait for the the parade to get down to Melbourne and um, feel the buzz of the city and, and then get out there on Saturday and give it a crack. Bix, I know it's comical now, but mm. Lockie Neal was the sub in that grand final that he played in 2013. Yeah. If you think a two-time, almost three-time Brownlow medalist was the sub 10 years ago. But he's exactly right. I remember having the same feeling when we lost the prelim. Seven goals up, lose the prelim. This is in 93 and thinking, that's oh, all right. We're not going to lose anyone. We'll get, we'll get a bit better and it'll just happen. And... Four years went past with it, like like blinking and uh, no finals appearances until we got to 97 and you get another opportunity. And, and even blokes like Pendlebury and Steel Sidebottom, if Collingwood are successful, they will go down as the two players with the largest gap between their first and their second premierships. 13 years. Yeah. So they both played in 2010 and, of course, now it's 2023. So... Um, you just never know when those opportunities are going to come. Jonathan Brown is another great example. Played in three premierships. I reckon it was around 50 games he'd played, three premierships. He then played for another 11 seasons after that and played in one final Mm. in 11 seasons. So it is just phenomenal how these things can happen. Simon Goodwin played in a premiership in his 10th game um, and his, whatever, 34th, and then, yeah, went the rest of his career without uh, winning another one. Craig McRae confirmed yesterday that former power and Adelaide player, Billy Frampton's going to play. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable to, to say to the footy world that uh, Billy Frampton will play. Wow. wow. And um, wow. gets an opportunity to come in. And yeah, I told him yesterday afternoon. And oh. um, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited for what Bill can do for us. He can play forward for us um, when need be. And he can go down back and play on you know, you know, the locks of Danaher and others. And, yeah. Um, and he can play second ruck, so he gets good flexibility in, in, in the team. So um, exciting for the young lad. Talk us through the game, Bix. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, actually. Um, I was just looking at some of Collingwood's scores in the last two finals that they've played in. And in the, the first final they played in was against Melbourne. They kicked nine goals, four, which was 60 points. Um, and then the last final they played in was against Greater Western Sydney. They kicked... Eight goals, 10, which is 58. 60 and 58 points. Their forward line's not really flying at the moment. Uh, Jamie Elliott's not quite in the form that he's been in, you know, earlier in the middle of the season. Uh, Meyercheck 
has you know been battling away, and we know that that's exactly what he is. He's a battler, uh, but hasn't been in sparkling form. The guy who's not going to play is Dan McStay. He's probably been their most consistent forward. He's kicked a couple of goals in in both those games. He's not going to be there. So Billy Frampton comes in. Heard Craig McRae talk about you know can play forward. There's you know we had a one of our listeners who was right on the money earlier in the week said that he would come in and maybe play a defensive role on Harris Andrews. So so once again, if you if they've got a big forward who's there to play a defensive role, it's unlikely that he's going to you know really impact the scoreboard again. So. I just wonder, and and when I flip that around and look at the forwards of the Brisbane team, Danaher, Cameron, McCarthy, Rayner, uh, Zach Bailey's kicked 29 goals this year. They seem to have options. Hipwood. Hipwood, yeah. They seem to have options everywhere. And you look at what uh, the Brisbane Lions have done in their finals. They kicked 123 points against Port Adelaide. uh, And on the weekend, they kicked 79 points. So... You know, they've got a combined score of you know, over 200 points, whereas Collingwood have got a combined score of, of 120, just under. So I just feel like if they get their share through the middle of the ground, Brisbane, they have the potential to actually kick a winning score. And Collingwood on the flip side, they've used their defence to sort of lock down the games and be able to do enough defensively to stop the opposition teams, even though they've only kicked 60 points each time. I'm just... I'm just not sure that 60 points is going to be enough against Brisbane. So somebody has got to stand up and and maybe kick three or four for them to get to, you know, 80 to 90 points to be able to win this game. Think about the firepower as well. I mean, they've they've almost got Jack Gunston available for selection as well, the Brisbane Lions, which is remarkable. This is Jack Payne speaking of Jack's talking about his fitness race. Today was a massive tick with how I uh, progressed with training. So, um, yeah, rehab it this afternoon and tomorrow on a day off and then hopefully build there um, come Thursday. After we talk to Nick Maxwell, um, we'll get your tip for the game, Bix, but uh, we also will play for you Will Schofield, former Eagle, who was talking about Jeremy McGovern and whether you're taking unfit players or take the mm. risks into grand finals. Uh, we are going to head to the news. So Just, just quickly, though, midfield's going to be huge. Uh, both Cox and McInerney are really good players. I thought Cox was really important last week in the ruck, started in the ruck and did a really good job against uh, Briggs. Dugowie, Mitchell, Dacos versus Dunkley, Neal and McCluggage. Right there. If someone, if one of those players lights up and, and gets on top, you know, Dugowie did it last week. We've seen, we know what Neal's capable of. McCluggage has had two good finals. Dacos will be better for the run last week. It, it'll be which one of those groups can get on top provide some supply, you know, and get the ball in their half. That's going to be as much of the game as, as anything else. Send in your tips, 0427-154-166, your Norm Smith medalist margin, and you will go straight into the running to win a night at the Hotel Grand Chancellor. Nick Maxwell, Collingwood Premiership skipper next.